0: You're listening to the BH Photography Podcast. For over 40 years, BNH has been the professional source for photography, video, audio, and more. For your favorite gear, news, and reviews, visit us at bnh.com or download the BNH app to your iPhone or Android device. Now here's your host, Alan White.
1: Greetings and welcome to the b Photography Podcast. Are you one of us? Are you with us? Are you a subscriber? If not, head on over to iTunes and subscribe today. If you enjoy our show, there's no better way to say thank you and spread the word than by subscribing and leaving us a review. It's a win-win deal and it's absolutely free. Now, every October, Photo Plus comes to town, and this year was no exception. From Thursday, October 26th, through Saturday, October 28th, photographers of all persuasions descended upon New York's Jacob Javits Center, like Eloy surrendering to the sirens of the Morlocks in H.G. Wells' Time Machine. We surrendered too. The largest, most ambitious exhibit has included the usual suspects Nikon, Sony, Canon, Epson, Zeiss, etc. But rather than belly up to the Counters along with the huddled camera laden masses, we wandered off into the weeds and spoke with some of the smaller, more eclectic exhibitors who traveled from near and far to show off their wares. Some of these exhibitors were Photo Deox, My Case Builder, Denny Manufacturing, Film Toaster, and Koof. And we're going to be speaking to these folks and others. But first, Al's Gearhead Pick of the Week which this week is the 800-pound gorilla of the expo, Sony's A7R 3 The second update of Sony's groundbreaking A7R series camera features an improved 42-megapixel full-frame RBSi CMOS sensor 10 frames per second continuous shooting, a 399 point autofocus system, sports photography anybody, UHD 4K video captured 30 frames per second, improved battery life a la Sony A9, that's a biggie, dual SD card slots, that's a biggie for others, extended ISO, a 5-axis image stabilization system, which it had, but now you also got pixel shift multi-shooting for resolving power that borders on ridiculous pre-order if you're interested because we expect to be receiving cameras soon all right let's start with the show first up is photodeox out of chicago okay,
2: so we're with photodeox i own several of your adapters well thank you very much we're we're not just proud we're smug about it well it's it's, it's funny because like at the company we didn't know how many adapters we had Right. And we were like, oh, it's got to be like, I don't know, three, four hundred adapters. Right. And when we finally put them all into one big database, it was 750. So it was only like double what we thought it was. So if it's mathematically possible, we've probably made an adapter for it. Yes, actually. I'm just I'm just waiting to do like Canon to garden hose as an adapter. Like that's going to happen. That
1: was my next question. This guy's good. I like that, actually. So uh, what do you have is exciting here today. I mean, you got you got this gizmo going back and forth here. Sure. Well, it's great that
2: in this purely audio media, we're talking about exactly <laughs> about visual stuff. Well, we've got a number of demos going on at the booth. Uh, you're talking about this um, kind of stunt that we set up, which is, we like to say that we can adapt basically any lens to any camera. So what I've got right here is a lens from 1897 mounted onto a 4K studio camera from Blackmagic, and it takes four adapters to make it happen. <laughs> so there's a, um, the Blackmagic is a uh, Micro Four Thirds, so we go from that to Canon. And then I have a focusing bellows that's canon to canon, and then Canon to M42, and then a little M42 to 39 adapter ring, and then the lens. I mean, it's a big sandwich, but it does work. Anything is possible. It looks great. Pretty it really much. really does. It's very cyberpunk. Uh, not cyberpunk, steampunk, it's I should steampunk. say. Steampunk. Yeah. steampunk, I should yes.
1: say. Yeah, actually, if the cops, a steampunk cop pulled you over, this would be the radar gun, <laughs> I would say. <laughs>
2: But as far as kind of more practical stuff we've got, we've got our lights here, uh, our flapjack lights, which are award-winning LED edge lights. Yeah, we were just blinded by one of those over here. They're, they're super handy, and they've uh, we've met a lot of people who use them every day, which is really cool. You know, like sometimes we, we have our heads down for a long time designing this stuff, but we don't get out in the field that much to see, to see the folks who are helping out. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's yeah. very, very hip. Um, and then we have also got our factor lights, which uh, is a response to our cinema guys who are saying we love the flapjacks, but we just need more output power. So we created these larger lights that have a little bit of a different system of LEDs, uh, LED illumination, and uh, that's the factor. So they're bigger, bolder, brighter.
1: They are awfully bright. I mean, it used to be LEDs were like okay right.
2: now, but that's, that's a dazzlingly bright, clean light you have there. We've, it's we've what, a half inch thick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the flapjacks are yeah, a half inch thick. And then the factors, even though they have um, two to three times the output power, those are only like maybe an inch and a quarter thick. And it's, what,
1: two or three feet wide? Two and a half feet wide or something like that? Or? Well, it
2: depends on which one you get. We do have small ones that would fit in your camera bag. Right. Uh, but for the larger kind of studio setups, you're talking like a foot and a half wide, two foot wide. Uh, and would, it's throwing would, out enough light. That seemed, it, it emulates what we used to call a softbox. I mean, it's just a beautiful absolutely. soft light. It, it's, it's like the softbox is built in. Yeah. Um, so the nice thing about flapjack lights is your setup time is like nothing because the output is so soft, you barely have to aim it at whatever you're shooting. Yeah. And you can quickly set up three of them Uh, I I designed them because uh, I was doing a lot of CEO interviews, and there's just no time. So I had three flapjacks under one arm, a camera under the other arm, and I could be set up and ready to shoot in like 10 minutes.
1: Makes sense, And still
2: have pretty light, you know, not like functional light, like like I just bought whatever I could at Home Depot and I'm doing my best. Like this looked really professional and really produced, but as a one-man team, I was able to pull it off in under 15 minutes. And even with this
1: size, even in a tight space, there's no shadows falling all over the place. It's a nice light source, I would imagine.
2: The LEDs are located around the edge and then they point inward toward diffusion material. So the light comes out already bounced. And also we wanted to create a light that didn't look so technical. Like I wanted something to just look cool in the shot. And in fact, one of these is my living room light. Because, uh, you know, people always talk about how long you can run LEDs and how long they'll last. And so I wanted to try it. So for the last three years, uh, one of these has been in my living room running 10 hours a day, you know, 365 days a year. And it's fine, you know. And one last question, the
1: Wonder Pana,
2: What, pray tell, is the Wonder Pana? So the Wonder Pana is a filter system for ultra wide angle lenses. Uh, the problem with ultra wides, there's no way to put any filters on the front. Right. Uh, the, the, the angle of view is way too huge and they often have a kind of a construction that kind of restricts what you can put on the front. So we've created this whole system where we customize these mounts per lens. So we support more than 20 different lenses. Uh, You can put our 145 millimeter filter thread on the front and then you can start using our filters. And we've got ND2 through ND1000. We've got uh, CPLs. We've also got square filters you can slide on the front. So for folks who want to use those ultra-wides, even some fisheyes we support, uh, you can now filter those things. And while in photo, uh, if you shoot RAW, there's obviously a lot you can do in post. So maybe not everybody needs this. But in video, we have way fewer options for post production than uh, you know our Photoshop friends do. So like using the gradient ND, so you can save the sky while you're out on your shoot, critical. And you know shooting with like a 14 millimeter lens, that is that is a great lens to be using for cinema stuff. So now you can finally use it without that sky being terribly blown out. And we also have, we do have a Wonderpana XL for larger lenses. We had to create an even larger one for like Canon's uh, crazy, oh, if I could only remember, 11 to 24, I want to say. And and there are one or two other lenses where we've actually created ones where the uh, the square filter is eight inches across. (laughs) So we've gotten big. It's big Bozo the Clown-sized filters, but it's turned out to be a really critical tool for a lot of us who really like the look of those ultra-wide-angle lenses.
1: Bohoosh, thank you so much for joining us today. Have a wonderful show. Uh, I hope you do too, thanks a lot for stopping. We then wandered down the aisles a bit and ran into Steve Holland of My Case Builder. This is an interesting company. I've seen you guys before. Basically, if I have a case and I've got X amount of a gear, you can custom make the interior with a, is this blow molded? What? Tell me what you do here.
3: Sure, sure. <laughs> so right, uh, number one, if you already have a case, Pelican, Storm, SKB, Seahorse, Nanook, HBRC, any brand case, right. we can do a custom foam for the inside and send you the foam only. Or you can buy the new case from us as well. And Correct. okay. And then what you do is you go online you choose your case and it'll, an online designer will come up on the screen where you can go to our shape library and choose your gear. So I can choose a Canon 70-200 to 200 lens with the hood reversed and it will come up on the screen and you can drag and drop it wherever you want inside of your case. Do you have a Kodak Medalist Model 3? I don't. But, but he's working on, you will tonight, I know that, so just ask. So, <laughs> but you're screwed. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What we have is a photo tracer. So what happens is, is that if you need to get that shape into your design, just take a picture of it, right. get rid of the background, make it a transparent PNG, yeah. and it will auto trace right around your shape for you to create that silhouette for your camera or any gear that and you then have. And you've got the
1: template online, which gives you minimal distances between the pieces and the edges and all that other Correct. stuff, so you don't...
3: Correct. Well, an engineer will look at every single uh, design. So we, we let you do whatever you want because sometimes it's okay to get close to each other. Okay. If it's not very uh, uh, deep, uh, if it's shallow, if it's a, a light item, you can get very close. So, so you
1: can. have an adult check just to make sure that nothing bad's gonna happen? <laughs>
3: That's correct, yes. Okay, yes, there yes. is adult supervision, okay. <laughs> there is, yes. <laughs> the other thing too is that we have is a uh, uh, an insurance program. So what'll happen is, is that at checkout, if you want, for only about $7.99, if for any reason in 30 days, either you screw it up or you want to put it, something else in or whatever reason, send us back the foam. We'll cut you a brand new piece of foam and replace it. So you don't have to worry about it. We didn't want you to buy your foam and then be upset because and take a knife out and cut it. It defeats the whole purpose. Or cut yourself because you're so upset about the whole thing. And <laughs> this is right. closed cell foam, is that correct? correct? yes. Okay, and that's yeah. important because a lot of
1: people don't realize that they go into a hardware store or, or something and they buy this hunk of foam and they cut it down and they start putting it into their gear cases the problem with foam that's not closed cell is that it starts disintegrating and all those little pieces of foam find their way into your lenses your cameras and everything you own and before you know it you got yourself a headache so That's what's good about this product. I noticed that last time.
3: Absolutely, yeah, and it's going to last you a long time Mm -hmm. as well. So, you know, a lot of wear and tear in and out, in and out. It's not going to break down. It's not going to tear off little pieces like. And nothing is shifting around. It
1: goes in there. It's safe and it's secure. Correct. Great product. My case builder here at Photo Expo. Thank Thank you, you sir. Yep, you got it. Thank you. If you're a studio shooter, you have no doubt heard of Denny Manufacturing, manufacturers of backdrops, and little did we know, green screens of all different types. Here's Bob McClay. You guys have been around for a million years making backdrops. As long as I've been around, I think you guys have been around probably longer,
4: right? Well, they've been around. I've been with them 40 years, and the company's been around about 45, 46 years. So I am older than you guys. Okay. All right.
1: Well, that's right. We'll let that slide. Okay. So you're a young company.
4: But, yeah, we specialize in uh, backdrops, uh, but we do make background props, roller systems, stands, and equipment. But the hand-painted canvases and the computer-printed canvas and freedom cloth are our most popular backgrounds and what we specialize in. Probably our best product we have today is our freedom cloth, which is a freedom of wrinkles. It doesn't have the wrinkles when you open it up. It does all the wrinkles drop out of it. So a lot of photographers, once they start using it, they never want to go back to a painted muslin. So, but, uh, but yeah, backgrounds is our specialty.
1: Now, with digital photography, have you had to change any of your processes any way at all? Or is it all the same since the film days? Has it affected you at all?
4: Well, I don't think we've changed anything. Our sales have changed what people are buying, and you know, we, we sell a lot of green screens. We do a lot of chroma key backgrounds, uh, okay. and people buy our digital files, our background files, rather than just the background but we still sell a lot of backgrounds as well, but we've kind of worked both ways, but we really haven't changed the way we make anything. So let me
1: back up a second. So you do green screen, you have blanked uh, uh, canvases, and you also sell images that can be projected onto that to drop in backgrounds, or did I misunderstand you?
4: No, you're correct, but they're not projected, they're done digitally. Digitally? The, yeah, ah, I, okay. know, a digital file is taken done in the computer. Gotcha. But yeah, my background, this background here, you could you could order the, the actual background, or you could order the digital file.
1: Interesting. Okay, so that is the way things are changing. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody ever order a hand painted green screen? I'm just curious.
4: I mean, a hand painted chroma key green screen? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, roscoe has been making the chroma key paints for years. Now we've come out with with um, you know chroma key dyed fabrics like a muslin type fabric that we sell. That's what I was, okay. Okay, so that's, you know, that, but you're limited to 10 feet and that's all, it's, it's a thinner fabric, but a lot of our school photographers, they'll get a 5x6 six or 6x8 six hand painted canvas background that's painted with the chroma key paint.
1: Now, what would be the advantage of doing a hand-painted chroma key as opposed to they're, just a... They're,
4: they're quicker and easier set up. You don't have to worry about the wrinkles. The, ah, the, the, the color okay. green is going to be exactly. Some of these different softwares react differently to the different tones of green. Gotcha. You know, they say chroma key green, but you might see several different colors that are chroma key green here at the show. So that's the difference, you know, but... Uh, we do both. We do we do the fabrics that are you know our mill dyed crummy key polycloth fabrics. We, we we sell that and we sell the the painted canvas, you know. Okay. Very good. Danny Manufacturing, thank you so much. All right, thank you. Enjoy okay. the show.
1: Film might be dead to some people, to other people they're toasting it. Here's Cecil Williams telling us all about Film Toaster, his do-it-yourself film scanning system. If you don't have a scanner, and you want to scan your film and you want to turn it into digital files, this is a
5: device that you could use your own camera with and scan and make digital files, correct? That's correct. Um, thank you for this great opportunity. What this is, it's a platform that allows you to use three components necessary to make very fast, high-resolution copies of your negatives in a fifth of a second versus flatbed technology, which may take two to three minutes per image. So this does it faster, higher resolution, greater quality, and more usable um, sharpness and clarity, dynamic range of your negatives, which photographers, by the way, are interested in. A flatbed scanner was developed for documents, and it was modified to, of course, do film negatives. Yeah. But actually, this allows you to use your digital camera to make digital copies. So obviously, the better your camera, the better your scans. That is correct. The uh, If you're using a full frame, Digital camera, you're going to get drum scan quality at 36 megapixels. Okay. Wherein actually a drum scan negative cost is usually about $40. So this is, you can do it in a fraction of a second for very little cost.
1: Now, what's your light source on these? Is light it- sources
5: are LED, LED, cold light, or a light pad. And you get one with each unit. Aha, uh-huh. okay. All right. So it's all
1: WYSIWYG. What you see so is what you, you get and everything take- else.
5: Yes. And you're
1: working with the exposure system in your camera? Yes. And you could bracket from there, do RAW, JPEG, or whatever?
5: Yes. Okay. And uh, of course, when a person orders, the connectivity of it is provided through you giving me the type of camera you're using, what type of format you're using, and what type of lens. And then we customize it so that you have an out-of-the-box solution that arrives to you all self-contained. Sounds yeah. good.
1: Sounds good. Looks really, really fine. What cameras do you recommend? Are there any particular my, ones? My camera
5: of choice would be Sony's camera because number one is mirrorless. Yeah. With other cameras that are not mirrorless, you have to invoke the live view. Uh huh. But Sony is always, or mirrorless cameras are always live yeah. view. Uh, on a large collection, you may wear out the live view function. You know, with so many, you know, times of going in and out, you know, provoking that to come up but um, the um, mirrorless technology is always live-view. Gotcha. All right,
1: and your size formats, a 35 millimeter and I see you have medium format here.
5: What are the the actual sizes of your holders? I also invented a unique four by five carrier, which has an industry first piano hinge that allows you to use four by five negatives, but also it, it handles very problems and negatives that have a tendency to buckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. Tightens it out. Okay. And um, this is my, uh, this is the only one of the carriers I developed. The other carriers are generic carriers okay. that can be very easily obtained uh, in the photography um, market itself.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you buy it, you have to specify your carriers? Uh, you have to specify carriers. which
5: carrier you want. You get one carrier of your choice, a light source of your choice, and also the, uh, the platform itself. Cool. And also the connection. Very good. Okay, this looks pretty interesting. Actually, I want to check one of these out one of these days. So, Phil toaster. Oh, uh, on a small scale. Worldwide, in fact, uh, worldwide sales are very, you know, difficult to achieve for a startup company like myself. But uh, we welcome sales from any place, though. But pri- primarily uh, in the United States is our market. But it's a it's a one company startup. Gotcha. And we're very happy to uh, be blessed with the uh, ex- sales that we have experienced. It's great. D&H interested in carrying
1: this yet, or you don't Um, know?
5: We're not selling through any resale. That would make the cost go up. Gotcha. We are are selling about as many as we can make. Again, kind of a one-man. I really invented this to scan my own collection of nearly a million negatives. And having worn out a lot of flatbed scanners, um, had to do something else. And this is what I came up so with. So this
1: is all done for selfish reasons, is what you're saying.
5: Selfish, right. Okay. Self-motivated <laughs> reasons, yes. <laughs> all
1: right. That's great. Cecil, thank you very much. It's been my great pleasure. Thank you very much. Okay. Good luck. All right. We're going to take a short break from all this excitement. And when we calm down, we're going to come back and speak to more vendors at Photo Plus.
0: We hope you're enjoying this edition of the BH Photography Podcast. Send us a tweet at BH Photo Video, hashtag BH Photo Podcast.
1: Okay, we are back. Next up is Ulrich Grill of Kupf, an Austrian cooperative of artists that puts out some really interesting clothing for photographers.
6: Tell us about Kupf. What do you do? Well, I guess we're the only worldwide apparel brand, you know, catering for photographers. There's no one else around, so we're sort of like the north face of photography or the Quicksilver of photography. And it's the world's, you know, photographers, the world's most spread, spread uh, spare them activity, but there's not a single apparel brand. We're the only ones in the world. Now, what we're actually
1: talking about is some really, really good-looking jackets here that are Built really for photographers, they got plenty of pockets. They don't look dorky and they're really the construction is great. Tell us a little bit about the construction materials and the process itself. Sure,
6: sure. So uh, one major thing on the um, uh, on the construction is. Uh, We use a material that's called Stotz Proof. it's 100% cotton, it's fully waterproof material, but it's really 100% cotton. So the story is, the material was developed in the Second World War for British fighter pilots who would eventually crash in the Atlantic, and they made coveralls so they would float in the ocean. That's where the material comes from. So now we use it in our rain jacket, in our field jackets, and all our jackets are made in, uh, in Poland, so all European ma- made, we are European brand, first time here in New York, so it's great to be here.
1: You also have a terrific little beanie here, the Kuf beanie, which I love, it's fleece. And what makes it so wonderful is that right in the front of it, there's a little pocket for your lens cap, oh, and we cool. all use our <laughs> lens. That to me is just yeah, a beautiful idea. Yeah. You know, it's
6: simple, very simple. You know, everyone like you know immediately for photographers. You know, if you tell it's a lens cap pocket, you know they they love it. You yeah, know, yeah. because it's all being lost all the time. But in addition, like you know, a, you know a, a hat. You know, is something that you know. In winter, when it's really cold, when you wait for a shoot, you know it's getting it's cold. You need something really, really warm. But eventually, when you start shooting, you're focused, you're concentrated. Your heart rate goes up, you start sweating. That's why we have a very broad sweat band soon into here, so you're all fine because. It's all about, you know, management of sweat and hair as well, you know, when you shoot. When you look at all the the photojournalists, you know, from the days, they always wear, it's like headwear, like caps, hats, you know, bandanas, you know, to manage that. So that's actually key in photography, but just like people did not realize it yet. So we have solutions for that. And this is an interesting one here. Uh, you know, we all know we put you know cameras into like the hat. You know, yeah. put it into bags. So what yeah. we added here is a string, and it becomes a camera pouch. Oh, that's uh, great! Yeah. It's, it's like you a le- lens wrap kind of like yeah. camera wrap. So it's like we just enhance the usage that you know it's happening anyways already. And it's just like otherwise, like a super nice, you know, hat. That's great.
1: That's wonderful. Yeah. Great stuff. And you also have your coof uh, rope
6: lens straps, which yes, are sold yes. in
1: conjunction with Leica. So, yes. These are very cool-looking straps. They're oh, cool. so, so, like rope.
6: Yeah. It's, a, it's a repurposed wow. climbing rope. Ah, okay. Um, the um, applications here are Italian leather, genuine uh, uh, vegetable-tanned leather. Uh, and we put it together. with a small manufacturing plant in Hungary. So all handcrafted, you know, European-made, super nice, comes in six colors, two lengths, nice. sells amazingly well. <laughs>
1: they come in blue because, you know,
6: I got to match the camera, you know. <laughs> With blue, with blue coming, yes.
5: Ah, okay, yes.
6: all right. We'll be in touch. Yeah. <laughs> so, all sorts of different stuff, you know, like, yeah, T-shirts with great hoodies, uh, the shirts that come with... Uh, like uh, a lens cleaning cloth, you know oh, that's oh, into, you I know, it into that's, the shirt. Okay,
1: now we're talking here. That's this amazing. is good. That's
6: great. So just the things that we do anyways, you know, we always clean, you know, the lens, you know, with the shirt, you know. We always think like I shouldn't do it, I shouldn't do it, I shouldn't. No, right. now, no, this that's is not like, true.
1: If it's cotton and it's well washed and no starch,
6: it's a great yeah, idea. But yeah. <laughs> still so this is you that's you know, the way to do it. Yeah. Guilt free lens cleaning. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like that. So and we have here this is one of my favorite. It's a hoodie. You yeah, know, it's a very nice hoodie. It's organic cotton. It's super nice, you know, super comfy, first of all, because you know something that you wear, you want to wear like all yeah. day. And often you you know you go out, you have a few find a camera, you want to bring one lens. What do you do? You want to put it into a bag, you know, you don't want to carry a bag just like with for one lens. So we have here a lens pocket. Put it in here, you know, sip it up, done. Nice. You know? Uh, there's a hidden other pocket here with a lens cleaning cloth. <laughs> <laughs> and since we're all traveling a lot, you know, this is like, you know, great for, you know, wallet, passport, you know, all of this. Large uh, grad filters.
4: Uh, totally. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, seriously.
6: <laughs> Large grad filters
1: will fit yeah. right in that pocket. And uh,
6: a sleeping mask, you know, oh, airport, wow. you know, airplanes, wow. you know, just waiting. And it folds, you know, you can, you know, snap it up here, it folds into bill or a camera wrap. That's
1: awesome. And it's a dessert topping too, it's wonderful. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, simple, it's great.
6: Very, very nice, you know, something what we want to create, like sort of like personal favorites. Yeah. If you walk in your closet and you know what kind of hoodie, you know, that's a hoodie you would wear every day. Great.
1: All right. The name of the company is COOPH. That's C-O-O-P-H.
6: And stands for Cooperative of Photography.
1: There you have it. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank all you right. so much. Great talk. Thank you. Great Remember back in the good old days we had enlargers? Well, guess what? Bessler is still around. They're still making enlargers. Here's Charlie Kinnett telling us all about the latest from Bessler. Here we are in 2017 at the Photo Expo. And son of a gun, there is a Bessler enlarger here, a 23C. So, tell us what kind of technologies have gone into this latest enlarger. Well, you know what? Now that we're in the digital
7: age. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes. well, you know what? Over the years, I mean, over the hundreds of years that this thing's been around, not much has had to change. What we've done recently is try to create some new lighting sources. We put in an LED system in there, uh, different ways to cool it. But the overall bones of this unit doesn't really have to change. So what we were concerned with is burning up filters, burning up bulbs, anything that would affect the photographer's ability to make their prints better. So we went through, kind of gutted it a little bit, Increased the you know durability of the overall unit and tried to simplify it a little better. Uh, we've got other things coming up in the future here. We're trying to up you know update all these machines. So for, so are you, you doing know,
8: LEDs in here now?
7: Is yeah. that your light source? Yeah, The, the future of Bessler is in LED light sources with with Now our, this is with also our our a twenty
1: three C, which is the yes. color version. That means yes, that there's no more color print, no no more color filters. Now you're doing it with LED lamps? Or or am I just jumping the gun here? No,
7: no, no. The overall light source, the white light is an LED source. Okay. But we are still doing the magenta, you know, the the different color palettes and things like that. Okay. Yes. So we didn't do... Not dialing that in yet. No, no, not yet. Not just yet. That could be a future, you know, possibility. But for right now, we wanted to just start Start simple and start, you know, walk before you run okay. and go from there.
1: Well, I, again, this is a new technology, these enlarges. You should walk before you run. Prove it. Let the public know that, yes, enlarges are viable. I'm pulling your leg. You know that.
7: <laughs> <laughs> this is brand new technology. <laughs> That's
1: it. That's it. It's, uh, it's great. I'm, I'm glad to see that Bessler is still around and you guys are still doing your thing. Yeah. And Bessler's are a great enlarger.
7: We're, we're a dinosaur, but we're, we're going to be the best dinosaur out there. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> That's
1: what it is. PhotoPlus isn't only about products, it's about concepts and it's about products for selling photography. We spoke to Colbert Collin of PhotoOp, a new startup that's on Kickstarter that's going to get photographers work. That's the plan anyway.
8: PhotoOp is an online platform that essentially bridges users to photographers. So right now they're in the, in the photography industry. In order to find a photographer, it's, it's uh, organic growth or referrals or uh, just word of mouth. Or users just hopping on Google, you know, trying to find the closest photographer, and as a byproduct, they're emailing different photographers and uh, waiting for responses. Photoop houses creative talent. Photographers and videographers on the platform are called creatives. These creatives can upload their portfolios to the platform, and when users are searching for wedding photographers or um, uh, a photographer to shoot a birthday party or whatever it is photography related, they search through the platform. It's going to be SEO optimized. To, to bring back those results. So we'd be one of the first results, and as a byproduct of being on the platform as a creative, you're getting access to more customers and more clients. Now, are, is, the, is the
0: ideal user, uh, let's say, a bride planning her own wedding, or is it gonna be an editor looking for someone to do a shoot for, let's say, the local magazine? Or it would like be
8: that. both. It would be both because if you're looking to uh, to shoot anything with um, with a photographer, you can find them likely on our platform. Because we're housing the creatives, Uh, We take care of the payment processing. Uh, We take care of the um, uh, search engine optimization as well and the marketing. So it takes away all of the uh, back-end administrative stuff from the photographer so they can focus on their core business and their growth. And you're gonna advertise on the site or? There is a monthly subscription when the product goes live. However, for the first year, it's completely free for photographers. So there's no cost of photographers. The cost would start to kick in in 2019. All right. So after the first year is elapsed, and you guys are doing a kick- you guys are doing a Kickstarter? We're doing a Kickstarter. All yes, right. uh, it's a photo app. We're ki- we actually launched it today at the Photo Plus Expo. All right, all right. Congratulations! Uh, right. Yes, thank very you. <laughs> thank you very much. So we're very very excited about that. Uh, we're just looking to provide value to uh, the photography industry.
5: Is, is it an
1: app and a and a site, or is it just a site at this time?
8: Well, it is a website that's optimized for desktop and mobile applications. Gotcha.
1: After photo op, we wandered down the aisle, took a left, took a fast right, and there we were face-to-face with Larry Tiefenbraun of Platypod. How are you, Larry? How are you, Alan? Doing fine. Long time <laughs> no see. What? And Minna's in the Tuesday. background here. Say hi, Minna.
0: <laughs> anyway, what do you got this year? Are you back with new products? Well, we just did a big kickstarter this year. 2,200 backers for the Platypod Ultra. And the Ultra is? The Ultra is a flat mini tripod that will hold a whole lot of weight for uh, mirrorless and small DSLRs and compact cameras. Whereas our bigger product, which came out last year on Kickstarter, is called Max, and that will handle anything. Alan, I think you put a big lens on that one. We had
1: a 600 millimeter, five or 600 millimeter lens on something. It was a Canon or an Icon. Nikon. I've also seen 4x5s, and I know that the B&H video crew mounts some of these pretty big video rigs on those bases as well and use
0: them. Well, there's a platypod for everyone there and is. for every purpose, and we can hold a whole lot of weight because our technology is very secure. Uh, there's no tools involved. We have a titanium bolt going through an aluminum aircraft-grade aluminum plate in a very, very strong bond and you will never dislodge that thing. We give a five-year warranty, but it's a lifetime tool. Okay, I,
1: just from experience, I use it a lot. They slip into the back pocket for shooting from ground level or it's straight like if you have to put a camera on a step or on a rock or anything like that. It's a great alternative. It's a complement to a tripod. It doesn't replace it, it's an alternative. It's it's another tool to have and it's easy to carry and it works. That's the important thing.
0: Alan, thank you for your support. Anytime.
1: You. Larry T. from Braunfels, Platipod, thank you. So that brings us to the end of another show. As you well know, we are approaching our 100th episode. And to celebrate that amazing, amazing event, we're going to be having some terrific giveaways. And it's going to be easy to qualify to win. In the meantime, subscribe to our show on iTunes. Leave a review and listen up because we're going to give you more information in the upcoming weeks on how you could win some very cool prizes. That said... On behalf of John Harris, Jason Tables, and myself, thank you so much for tuning in today.